salsa. Are we recording? You like salsa? Like a nice salsa? People like to say salsa. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good. That's a good Seinfeld line. That's amazing. That's because, like because that's people just like one to say salsa. Conversation. I just started rewatching Seinfeld this week. Like, why isn't salsa on tables <laughs> with like? ketchup and salt and pepper it's a good question it should just be like a regular condiment it's i think good, people would put it on a lot of things a lot of things i use it i'll i'll put it on eggs all the time sauce on eggs that is actually a fairly popular thing it's to great. do great it's good it's a weekend ritual what else can you put sauce on tortilla chips i think i actually think salsa <laughs> goes on anything i've seen people put salsa on burgers i've yeah. seen people put salsa on chicken chicken yeah melt some cheese with yeah a little that, bit of salsa. that's actually really really good yeah Put a little guacamole on that, a little guacamole and salsa, mix that it's up. It's a together. versatile condiment. Yeah. No, I, I, I support it over ketchup. Who I'll invent- rather have it over Yeah, I actually ketchup. don't really like ketchup that much. Really, you can get rid of, you can dip dip fries in salsa. I'm dipping fries in salsa. You're doing that? I'll do that over uh over uh, ketchup any day. Who invented the salsa? Not the salsa, not to confuse it with the dance. I wonder if there's a ever like just the, it just kind of grew out of like the Mexicans did, didn't they? Yeah, but Mexico is not a person; it's a place. Oh, you want to know? The <laughs> yeah, I'm like person. actually curious. Like, what is the actual the? Mexican. No, where's Mario? Yeah, Mario probably wouldn't know who who invented salsa. Not just because you'd probably say it was somebody in his family. <laughs> he did. I did. A long time ago. Welcome everybody to Five Film Podcast. I'm Mike Glennon. I'm Chad Cooper. Every episode, we select a topic from the serious to the ridiculous and choose our top five favorite films for that topic. We then have a third person join us to create our or the final list from our individual lists, which we'll post for you on Twitter and Instagram. Today's judge, welcome back. Returning judge. Producer Michelle. But today she has her judge hat on, Judge Michelle. She's going to be making some difficult decisions Mm -hmm. just like last week. What is today's topic? Today's topic is top five movie families. Or families in movies. Which one are we going to Top five movie families. Movie families? You want to like go that movie one? Families. I like movie families. Yeah. I get it. Just as long as everybody understands that it's the movie, the, 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 God, I can't even do it. The, the families in the movies. Yeah. So it's not a family movie. It's no. actual families in movies. And so. nobody's nominating the Barrymores. So when you were, when you were looking at this topic, were you looking at families has like were you looking at the movie or were you looking at actually the families it was a combination <laughs> same okay combination. good good but good. i i thought i liked a lot of the families there was one family i kept I thought, on I this the, list the families made the movies a lot of the time exactly and that's why one of the families i could have actually left this movie off this list but you like but the family, it's the so family is hilarious so We'll get to that, but so remember to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Five Film Pod. Send us an email at Five Film Podcast at gmail dot com. Let's uh, start off with your honorable mentions. I actually made a fairly large list and then had to take out some some really good flicks. Uh-huh. 
So okay. a couple honorable mentions I'll throw out. One is Mrs. Doubtfire, The Hilliards. Mm. I, lo- I love that movie. And I love the They're on my honorable too. mention as well. Yep. E- even as crazy as Robin Williams is in it, dressing yep. up like a woman to see his kids. But hey, you know, that's that's pretty amazing that mm-hmm. he's that great of a father that he wants to be that close to his children. Let us take a brief moment for Robin Williams. Then remember brief Robin Williams. Okay. All right. Love Robin Williams. Yeah. And this is, to me, his best comedic role as well. Huh? I yeah. go with that. Um, also, uh, the dysfunctional suburban family. I have one on my list. Okay. But one I left off was American Beauty. Yeah. So the the Burnhams. Yeah. I I, I didn't even really consider that whole thing as much the family. It just seemed to be more about him. Well, it no, because it's all the, it's well, all yeah, about the characters. Right. Like right. it's about how they're all. When you think about the main up. characters of, of that movie, though, like who do you, who do you think about? I think of Spacey. And, and I think of Gary Cooper. Yeah, I suppose I do. You right. don't think of Annette? Yeah, I, 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 no, you're right. I guess you're even right. the the daughter Thora Birch, she's got a fairly big part in it because it's about really the two families, like the yeah, no, Chris you're right, Cooper's family, and but yeah. yeah, it's just how screwed up like these these. What it looks like from the outside, these look like perfect mm-hmm. families, but really, when you get down to it, how dysfunctional they are. Mm-hmm. So, had to leave this one off. But um, my honorable yeah. mention uh, is the Griswolds. You didn't put the Griswolds. I did not on put your the Griswolds list. on. That's so unlike you. I know the Griswolds. I know. I know. I'm. It's gonna be the hap hap happy Christmas. Christmas. <laughs> uh, how can you leave Clark Griswold off, man? Off. He's trying I to make the perfect vacation, the perfect holiday. He's a family man. One of my other ones is the Berkmans from The Squid and the Whale. Love that movie. Great movie. Love that movie. Hilarious family. Very underrated. <laughs> yeah. That's a Noah Baumbach movie. It is. I also like him as a director. That actually is based on a lot of uh, his family life, I yeah. guess, too. Yeah. I think that movie's so well acted. Yep, I, if, per, almost perfectly cast. Laura Linney is fantastic yep, great. in it, and so is um, the guy. Uh, why am I drawing a blank? Um, Jeff Daniels, he's amazing. Daniels is yeah. Daniels is another one of those I feel very underrated actors. This he's is, everything he's in is like pretty good. Yeah, well, can, considering he does Dumb and Dumber, and then he does a role like <laughs> yeah, this, I know. <laughs> like, I know it's unbelievable. He's great in both of them. All right, so good call. I'm gonna throw just. Couple more. I'm not going to really talk about them. Yeah. Adam's family, just because yeah. they're the Adams. Because how family. can you not? They even have a song about them. Um, Little Miss Sunshine, the Hoovers. Oh, I didn't make your list. Okay. I love. I, love I thought. Them. Uh, I thought you were going to have them on your list. And then uh, the Bankses from Father mm-hmm. of the Bride. Yeah. I love Father of the Bride. Yeah. But they didn't make it. I had to. I had to make some tough decisions. So. I want to. I want to mention the family from Arrested Development, even though it's not a movie. <laughs> the Blues, because I just think they're like one of the funniest families of all time. That actually, is I a know good call. it's not a movie. But we could do sitcom ones. And, we should. Yeah. All right. Uh, my number five to kick things off is The Pars, the 2004 film The Incredibles. Ah. Bad Bird, yeah. family of undercover superheroes who are forced into action when their suburban life is disrupted. It might be my f- second favorite Pixar movie. So here's what I did for all of these. I wrote down the names of all the family members. So there's Helen, the mother, Bob, father. And That's then, voiced by Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, and then the kids, Violet, uh, Dash, and Jack-Jack. I don't know why they had to put his name twice in there, but it's Jack-Jack. Jack, yeah, <laughs> Jack, Jack. that was weird. Jason Lee, who's the guy who voices Buddy, who's the main bad guy, did all of his vo- vocal work in four days, where Craig Nelson, the guy who did Bob, worked on his over a span of two years. Really? Yeah. 
Yeah, know. that's a really, really good movie. It's a that, great movie. That's one of Pixar's best films. Yeah, I think the only, the only one I might say I like more is uh, Toy Story, but um, I actually really like me. Yeah, no, it's great. That's uh, that's a good choice. I was actually uh, looking at this. When you first said it, I was like, the pars. I was just like... like I know this so one. I was doing some research about it, but yeah, it's a really, really yeah. great concept and really, really entertaining movie. Yeah. All right, so my number five is the 1980 Best Picture winner, mm. directed by Robert Redford, and that's I, I Ordinary, people. Ordinary People. Yep. So this is the other dysfunctional suburban yeah, family. This movie is amazing. It's one of my That's favorite good. movies of all time. It's in my top 10, maybe 15. Hmm. But uh, I love the acting. Mary Tyler Moore plays an amazing role in it. She yep. is a horrible mother. She's extremely cold. It's so tough to watch at times because it's like, so many families are like this, though, mm-hmm. and I think this movie has so much truth in it, is that they kind of just dance around everything. They just like make small talk with one another, and they don't ever talk about any of their feelings or anything serious, and it's it's like so like so awkward almost to watch, but it's so true to a lot of like families that I've seen in real totally life. Totally agree. And um, I think the acting is just phenomenal. Timothy Hutton won a Best Supporting Actor role uh, playing the... Uh, teenage boy who lost his older brother and that's kind of what makes the family so distant from one another is they lost the older brother who is kind of like the glue to the family mm-hmm. and um, the father's played by Donald Sutherland he is fantastic in this movie he is like the best father I think I've ever seen in a movie like he's just <laughs> so loving yeah, and so caring yeah. and he's like trying to kind of keep it together and yeah. he cares about his son yeah. so much it's just it's a it's a phenomenal movie this yeah. is I don't cry ever in movies, but this movie almost every single time makes me. It's funny very too because close. you think you wonder if the parents had just split up, if everybody would have been happier yeah. at the end when she finally. When they yeah well the the very end I don't want to give it all away. The way the way that it ends really is well actually I don't want to give it away yeah I, I want our listeners to watch it yeah because I just I, I think a lot bit. of people haven't seen this movie yeah I don't think a lot of people know about it and it, it gets hated on for winning best picture because of what it beat what it beat it be? Raging Bull and yeah I actually hate on that too yeah but <laughs> see I, not to not to diminish from this but Raging Bull is crazy I, Raging Bull is a better movie oh, yeah. Raging Bull is a better movie when it comes to movie making but I like you ordinary like this movie people more, yeah. better yeah. so yeah my number four, uh, can you guess, is uh, a trilogy. I think it's your favorite trilogy. Directed by who I think might arguably, or f- Back to arguably be your favorite director. The McFlies? Yeah, the you McFlies. got the McFlies on there? <laughs> How can you not put the McFlies on there? McFly. Uh, the McFlies are George Lorraine, Dave Marty, and Linda. And all you need to know is Crispin Glover's laugh. Who, who, yeah. <laughs> who, who's your favorite McFly? <laughs> yeah. Guy, that's perfect. <laughs> that's like the best when he's sitting at dinner with them watching the TV. I know. I love that. I love how he's in the three generations too. I know. They keep, even in the future, he, he plays back. the nerdy yeah. brother. Oh, yep. Man, it's amazing. Um, who's your favorite McFly? Uh, George. It's got to be George, yeah? He's amazing. You know, like Marty? <laughs> well, I love Marty, of course, but he's George is way too hilarious. Uh, and Crispin Glover, I feel like, was so perfect for that. He was, yeah. He he got. I guess he didn't. Uh, he, he didn't um, make the third one, or I don't think he was in the second. 
Or no, he was in the second one. He wasn't in the third. Yeah, he wasn't in the third because there was like a lot of a lot of issues with like money in him, yeah. like wanting like yeah. starring uh, starring role in it. But did you see a while ago? Um, Michael J. Fox and Christopher Lloyd uh, did a, a commercial for Toyota where they were debating <laughs> all of the things that they predicted would happen in the future and what came true and what didn't. It's hilarious. I watched it today actually. Hilarious. That's hilarious that you brought that up. It's amazing. It's pretty funny. Yeah. No hoverboards, though. No hoverboards. Still pissed about that. Yeah, that's upsetting. All right. I, I love that choice. It's going to be tough to beat, but uh, I'm going to try to beat it with my number four. Okay. The Burnses mm. in Meet the Parents. Nice. So you got you got to love Jack Burns, played by Robert De Niro. Um, there's so many amazing lines in this. And this, is, this is a movie, like, I'm surprised there's actually not more movies about this, about, like, uh, you know, coming home to meet the parents and like the crazy uh, father-in-law uh, that you're trying to like suck up to. Who do you think to. was a crazier family, the Burns or the Fockers? <laughs> See, then that's the thing. I don't. I the don't Fockers know. Amazing. <laughs> the Fockers are amazing, but like, I like when they first showed Dustin Hoffman in that movie, they both have their issues, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like the Burns are more like they're kind of more withdrawn and they kind of keep they're everything inside. Yeah, yeah, where the Fockers just kind of let it all out. Yeah. Um, great, uh, great cast in this, uh, Blythe, Blythe, Blythe or Blith Danner plays the mom Blythe. and she's, she's actually a great actress. She's, mm-hmm. she's done a lot of like supporting roles. She's supporting. Gwyneth Paltrow's mother. Yep. And, um, yeah, she, uh, she, um, she's in a new movie actually where they're saying she might be up for an Academy Award this year. I, uh, she hasn't got any, she's never been nommed before. No. See that. So, um, yeah hilarious movie obviously um um the the funniest parts to me are though the part where he talks about uh milking the cat yeah, <laughs> i like his grace i enjoyed when he said grace in that movie yeah that is, that is i've amazing. done that before at thanksgiving dinner yeah i've just done just something totally ridiculous made it up ben stiller yeah no it's uh it's hilarious my number three, uh, you had on your honorable mention list from the 2006 movie Little Miss Sunshine, The Hoovers. The Hoovers. Uh, dysfunctional families determined to get their daughter to a beauty pageant on time. And I like that the brakes stop working. This side note. I like that the brakes stop working and they have to keep going around in circles so the car slows down. <laughs> oh, there's some, there's some amazing events There's some really great scenes in that movie. Uh, it's really quirky. Alan Arkin is really good. Yeah, he won an Academy he Award did, for that. and I think he should have. Yeah. The crew made sure that um, Abigail who plays Olive. Abigail Breslin, uh, yeah. Yep. Actually was listening to me, you know, in all the scenes where she's with the grandfather a lot of the time. She's yeah. wearing headphones she's during her yeah, routine. Dancing. And they actually made sure that she was listening to music at yeah. very high volumes because all of Arkin's scenes involved him just going off about drugs and prostitutes and <laughs> swearing amazing. like crazy. Yeah, so they made sure she didn't because they didn't want her actually hearing it. She's fantastic in this movie, eh? For her yeah. age, she does yeah. really, really good this job. This is the first movie where I thought uh, Steve Carell had some serious, like when I realized, like, oh, this guy's got some real talent yeah and people still consider it like a comedic performance too and it's not comedic at all like it's not he he it's tried not. to commit I think that people suicide comedic just, yeah i think people consider it comedic just because that's what he was known for at the time yeah but you know i think if you if this movie came out today uh people wouldn't be thinking of it as comedic well now because he's made those movies like the Fox, uh he did fox catcher the way way back way, way back he's great in that yep. fox catcher like I thought he was going to win the Academy Award when I we thought first he was saw too, that. Actually. But um, oh, and I didn't I didn't name the family members. Sorry, I got Richard, Frank, Cheryl, Dwayne, Olive, and Edwin. 
Great cast too. Tony Collette as the mom. Yeah. Greg Kinnear as the dad. dad. Uh, yeah, it's, I like Kinnear. It's really, really good. All right, I'm going in with one of your honorable mentions for my number three as well. Griswolds. That you could not leave off the list. National Lampoon's Vacation. Yeah, I know. The Griswolds. Come on, man. They I they know. go to they go to Wally we World. Gotta, we gotta get they go to Europe. Man. They go to Vegas. They have the best like, Christmas like, did you, vacation ever. Did you like ever. any of the other movies, though, other than Christmas Vacation? I, they're, Honestly. They're all right. Like, the va- vacation's not bad. It, but it's it's more about the family. Like, the you're Griswolds right. are on them. They are. Yeah, they're like right. a an American institution. They're, <laughs> they're, they're amazing. Like, everybody everybody loves Christmas Vacation the most. But I think... Uh, I think it's the, the only uh, one that I truly, truly found. Funny. The other ones have some good scenes in yeah. them, though. Vacation was not too bad. But the other ones I didn't like at all. I like I like Clark Griswold has he's just trying to make like the perfect everything like he yep. wants to celebrate the holidays he wants to have like a, a perfect vacation and that's like I think what a lot of dads want try to do yeah he's the last true family man he is the last true family that's what he says during the that's right Clark yeah. <laughs> you're the last true family man so yeah can't leave the Griswolds off they're did they're, you see the remake that came out this year no. Yeah, it's just called Vacation. They they gotta leave. They gotta leave the '80s movies alone. If I ever see remakes with like, like like Ferris Bueller's Day Off or like Gremlins or something like that, like I will never go see that. Ever yeah. give any money to any of that crap. My so, number two. Angry. <laughs> <laughs> My number two uh, are the Tannenbaums, the 2001 Wes Anderson film, The Royal Tannenbaums. The family members are Royal, Ethelene, Chaz, Margot, Richie, and Eli. Chaz. Chaz. Yeah, Chaz. Ben Stiller. Who's who's your favorite? Um, I actually really liked uh, Luke Wilson's character in this movie. Yeah, Richie. Yeah, Richie Tannenbaum. But I thought that Chaz was the best. I just thought he was really funny. He he is, and and that's a serious role I know, for Ben Stiller too. Yeah, but he is hilarious. Yeah. Like his. Kids and him wearing this the, the jumpsuits. Suits and Those are amazing. Yeah, I agree. The uh, the BB gun, you know, where they show the BB gun in his knuckle. Yeah, uh, that's actually Andrew Wilson, who's not another one of the Wilson brothers, who's not really a well known. Oh, okay, I don't, I, th- I don't think he really does any work anymore. But he, that's actually a real thing in his hand. He has a BB gun pellet in his hand. Really? Yeah. So that that was easy enough. Eh? They didn't need yeah. any special effects there. Just called one of the Wilson brothers. Yeah. I, I, I like that they were both in this. This is the first movie that made me really like uh, Luke Wilson. It, it kind of brought this crew together too, like because Ben Stiller and yeah. like uh, Owen Wilson started making a lot of movies together. Because yeah. this was before Meet the Parents, I think, like right before. Yes, it is. Two thousand one. Uh, yeah. Um. So no, that's uh, that's a good choice. I I I almost put this on my list too. I don't know how much you like this movie. I'm surprised it wasn't on your list. Yeah, it is a great family movie, and I love how it's told too, with like the storybook and narrated by Alec yeah. Baldwin. It's great. Baldwin. All right, so we're on to my number two. My number two is from the 1990 film and also 1992 film, Home Alone, directed by Chris <laughs> Columbus, the McAllisters. McAllister's. Can't leave the McAllisters off the list. Um, my favorite in the family, it's, it's tough because Buzz is pretty amazing, yeah. <laughs> but the uncle, the uncle is awesome. I like awesome. the uncle the most cheapskate yeah. i love when he's uh singing in the shower in the second one and he, <laughs> um yeah it's just this is like this is kind of like the perfect like big family like 
they're they're like middle upper class you know they uh they have a massive house in chicago yeah. and like they're taking this amazing like christmas vacation yeah. and getting them all together and like watching like the house full of like kids and parents like running around trying to get ready it's just <laughs> uh it's pretty amazing so and this is obviously uh as we as as you know it's a christmas uh Mm-hmm. tradition i watch it every single every year. year and this might be the movie that i've seen more than any other movie ever home alone one one more than two yeah um, yeah just because came out before so i've probably seen it for Got a couple it. years right. my number one from an, another trilogy uh released in 1972 74 and then again in 1990 by francis ford coppola the this corleones this is your number one my number one this is my number one all right Never go against the family. Yes. <laughs> well done. I had to throw well that down. Well done. It might be the best trilogy ever. It's arguably one of the best films ever. Yeah. Well, one or two. I don't even know which which movie do you consider to be better? One or two. See, I, I, I we've we've had this conversation. Yeah. I, I've seen them together the first time I watched them, but. I don't know. I would say two is probably the better movie. Just, just because of how it's done. Yeah. And it has more to it. Yeah. Like the Robert De Niro scenes are amazing. The flashbacks. And then, yeah. but then the first one with Marlon Brando and Sonny, um, I think James Caan, like crazy good in the second one. They're the both masterpieces. The first one's really iconic. I think, I think a lot of people just recognize. I'm trying to think of which one actually is listed as being higher. On the AFI? It's number one. Is it number one? Yeah. Okay. Number one was number three on AFI, because Casablanca okay. number two, and then right. Citizen King okay. number one. Yep. I think I think uh, number two is actually like in like the teens or the 20s. But it's not, but I mean, it, it's not like you got left off. Yeah. It's amazing to have two films of the same trilogy. In the top 20, yeah. yeah. Now, I, I love this, uh, I love this movie, like, because it is so much about family, and, like, no matter how, like, corrupt and crazy they are, they still, like, all love one another so Never much, and they're so true. Um, there's a scene at the end of the first one when they do a flashback yep. of all the family sitting around, and that's when uh, Michael, played by Al Pacino, tells him that he's going off to war. And then, like, yes. Sonny James Khan like, goes to, like, hit him because he's so mad at him. He, he doesn't want him to leave, and he knows it's going to, like, hurt his, his dad and all yep. this. But, like, the way that, like, the family is, it's so real. Because, like, Fredo's, like, the good son. He kind of, like, congratulates him, and he's like, oh, I think that's great, Mikey, that you're doing that. And then, like, you know, uh, Sonny's kind of, like, the leader, and he gets all angry. It's just, it's so, such a realistic scene, so well acted. I love that. All right. So there we go. Uh, your list, let's, let's count them down. All right. Starting with number five, Ordinary People. Uh, mine was uh, The Incredibles. Number four is Meet the pa- Parents. Mine is the Back to the Future trilogy, The McFlies. Mine is number three is National Lampoon's Griswold. Yeah, mine uh, was The Hoovers from Little Miss Sunshine. My number two is Home Alone, The McAllisters. Mine was the, the Tannenbaums from The Royal Tannenbaums. And then number one for both of us is Corleones, Corleones from The Godfather. All right, producer Michelle. Hi. Kicking it up. Yeah. Okay, so that candle looks like it's about to it's a great candle. jump out of the candle holder okay so i'm in love with the incredibles i think that they're unbelievably hilarious have you seen ordinary people yeah 
why do you always do this it's like <laughs> i pick something that isn't yours and just then you look at me just, and you're like you've seen double, it right just double checking just double checking let's be honest as if i would even tell you if i hadn't ordinary people it's a great movie it's but the incredibles fantastic back to the incredibles one best picture yeah. but the families it's about the families <laughs> you never go against the family nah. anyway the incredibles All number right. four even though uh meet the parents is really funny is it meet the parents or meet the fockers when he attaches him to the the uh truth detector yeah, i found that really humorous yeah uh but i'm gonna go with back to the future because that family's the pretty McFly's. they're pretty funny I got no problem with that uh little miss sunshine versus christmas vacation this one's tough because the Griswolds, as much as I find that movie so ridiculous, which Mike will find offense to, the family is so funny. And the, like the uncle or whatever that shows up. And Eddie. Yeah. yeah Co- cousin Eddie. Co- sorry, Cousin Eddie. Uh, he's great. Oh, he's amazing. So, Chad, you can have that one. Uh, and then the Royal Tannenbaums versus Home Alone. The McAllisters of the Tannenbaums. The family is really what counts here. So we're going to go through all ten bombs. Wow. Um, McAllister's. The McAllister's. Yeah, I wasn't very good at remembering. <laughs> I'm not I'm not good at names. Oh, hang on. Here we go. Our final list, ladies and gentlemen, is at number 5, The Incredibles. At number four, the McFlies from Back to the Future. Number three. And number three is the Griswolds. Number two, the Royal Tannenbaums. And number one, the is Godfather trilogy. The Corleones. From the Godfather. That's a good list, actually. All right, I like it. Right. A, lot, a, lot of great, a lot of great families in movies. Some crazy, some sentimental, some, some dysfunctional, some heartwarming. But some all worth watching. All worth watching. We'll be back next week. Thanks, everybody, for coming out. Thank you. Bye.